how to use your complexes j morris prefatory chapter 2 man's conflict man's conflicts some dislike jonathan swift for his humor calling it sickly but i find himself sweet especially when he narrates gulliver's exploit in lilliput like the piece of wood that is drifting in the sea at the mercy of wind and tide tossed about and at last is washed ashore at some remote place so gulliver came to be on the shore of lilliput tired and weak as he relates afterwards i lay down on grass which were very short and soft where i slept sounder than ever i remembered to have done in my life and as i reckoned about 9 hours and when i awoke it just daylight i attempted to rise but was not able to stir for i happened to lie on my back i found my arms and legs were strongly fastened on each side to ground and my hair which was long and thick tied down in the same manner i likewise felt several slender ligaments across my body from my armpits to my thighs i could only look upwards the string were thin and weak but gulliver with difficult extricate himself from those bonds because there were so many of them in spite of his strength he was prisoner of the lilliputians dean swift may not have realized it when he wrote his fantastic novel but in gulliver's he gave a perfect analogy of our mental condition we are all gulliver for a lifetime in the ups and downs of life every one of us becomes a prisoner of lilliputians fast and low to the ground by many puny strings complexes of anxiety frustration fear guilt pessimism pride mental and spiritual disorder and other big and small that annoyances unable to brave the storm of life we seek for an easy way out and end up getting tired in pretty puny knots of complexes a person with the complex is important gulliver he may be a potential giant in business at the office at work he may be a loving father or a mother a promising student and a charming youth but he is so tied up hand and foot with incapacitating feeling that he may become a victim of 
personality diseases he may strive to increase his knowledge and his success in work to improve his social relation and status but he can never hope to do everything well the whole build up of the man of his life is shaky being built on a foundation in which cavities are formed the complexes eating at the root of the may have been personality of his crippled his spirit they are to his spirit as a small leaden weights tied to a bird's leg pulling it down and making it powerless to soar on high nf of these complexes they always catch one of god can bring down with a crash the whole man at a time he does not expect he will able to laugh at them if he works them out one by one by either eradicating them or putting them to good use recently a lady advertised for a sale a baboon three tad be cats and a parrot what made the ad singular was a statement she said that being now married was no further use for them as their amiable qualities were all combined in her husband somerset moham once quipped we are none of us are peace more than a person dwells within us often in uneasy companionship with his fellows edward sanford martin put the same thought in verse within my earthly temple there's a crowd there's one of us that's humble ones that proud there's one that's broken heart for his sin there's one that unrepentant sits and grins there is once loves is his neighbor as himself and one that cares for naughty but blame and pelt for much coarding i should be free if i would once determine which is me every human or being can bear witness to the experience of complexes conflicts within himself and if he the observation of freud be true we are all abnormal and in need of therapy every present in us there are two element we are made up of our tendency for good and the pull towards evil these two elements make us capable of most heinous crime and noblest deed the goodness would have as soar above the 
petty irritations and hankering of our daily life while the evil chain as down opposing the nobility in us whenever and wherever it can for the whole lifetime of man these elements are up in arms against each other and in the normal course of things each of these gets an upper hand over the other for some time and then comes in the battle we are all compounded of both light and darkness we can be incomparably wicked and self-centered conceited jealous debaucher robbers perjurers traitors and many of our wicked inclinations we camouflage under an aspect of goodness but even in the wickedness reached there is always a longing though subdued for whatever is good and noble objectively for truth goodness and beauty we all always have both these element in us we can never have only one of the element and is precisely this coexistence of polarly contradictory element that makes us men neither angels nor devils nor beast this duality in man's nature has been highly relished pastoring ground for writers poets dramatists for all tongues and times the first to suggest itself to the mind among these is stevens dr jekyll and mr hyde fulton j sheen was aptly commented on it it's the story of every man born of woman says he for there live within each one of us two selves the ego and the i the self one seems and the self he is a man other men meet and man unknown to the other men the ego that we think we are the i is what in fact we are the ego is the spoiled child in us selfish petulant clamorous and spoiled the creation of our mistakes in living the i is our personality made to the image and likeness of god sophocles the greek dramatist spoke of the great prime disharmony gray with age which inflicted all men ovid the latin poet lamented i see and i approve the better things of life the worse things of life i follow paul of tarsus says two laws in man a perpetual conflict waged between the law of reason and law of the body as if it add fuel to fire and more factually as a part of the process 
we are all also liable to certain disabilities which arise from the faulty workingness of the mind we inherent character traits fears complexes of our four parents added to these in the idiosyncrasies and the attitude of society that we observe we assimilate them all combine them work upon them integrating them in our own mind body and nature this means they provide the impulse and characteristics of our thought and action they persist in our subconscious determine the kind of emotions we will have and cause in part the difficulty of the mind some may easily be tempted to put the blame of the hopelessness and complexes of man on his animal ancestry but then you cannot expect beast be to have complexes you expect them to have normal fears which healthy good but they serve their purpose that of preserving those in whom they found these fears and instincts stop there nothing more animals do not have an excess of emotions they do not develop psychosis or neurosis they never become less than that we what they because they are lowly by themselves man can and often does become less than what he is because he is composite of body and the soul because he is sublime creature the reason why man alone has complexes is precisely that he is a man he is fallen nature his inclinations to follow the path of the least resistance that often get him into hot waters animals do not have problem of controlling themselves but man has it if he does not give proper importance to his problem the result or disastrous it is the prerogative of man to have his problems to attend to which differentiates him from all animals he alone has the capacity to rise above the earthly level or to bring himself down to the level of beast it is in man's hand to form or deform himself for god has given him the basic material to work with his own self and then it is his to create a thing of beauty or the thing of shame out of it this is because god wants to have the excitement of creations the creation of his own personality the cart driver would not be able to live and to work unless he bridled the horse and made it subject to himself man cannot live with himself unless he trains the inner man with all his sensibilities and capabilities makes him subject to himself and then 
surrender his whole personality to god the secret of a life is happy life a life as sparsely sowed as possible we cannot avoid them altogether with evil habits and inclination lies in the control of ourselves with self control we can check and direct our complexes and the symptoms are to mold out them a happy personality such a task carries a great challenge and there are not many who will take it up such people are like the man jesus christ met in the country of jerances he was possessed man living among the tombs no one could secure him even the chains because the devil could easily snap them when he saw the jesus he groaned please do not trouble me jesus let me alone and in the end they will be in find reflected in their own lives the mournful confession of german poet hebel the one i am sadly salute the one i could have been thank you Thank you.